0: Great to see Buck back man. Best best thing right there. I love it. Hey, you're muted, Wags. <laughs> we can't hear you. Welcome to the Chaos Theory on a huge Monday morning. It's already diving getting chaotic. In. Great day to be a Texas Longhorn fan.
1: Yes, back. welcome in everybody. Everybody watching us all at home and everybody listening to us in their car on the go with that app as well. Make sure you're downloading everything. Make sure you're giving us a follow on Texas Sports Unfiltered. You can follow me on Twitter at notthefakewags. Hit my guy Rodney up at Rodney R R down there, and then also you got to hit him up on the gram at Rodney underscore R R as well. Did I get that right? Don't forget that's without the, the aid of reference. Don't forget that was the without the aid of reference, my guy. How you are you, it, man? Dude. How was your weekend?
0: My weekend was great, dude. I'm a I'm a Texas Longhorn fan and a Dallas <laughs> Cowboy fan. How do you fucking think my
1: weekend was? <laughs> I'm one. Of, I was one of the two. I'm still one of the two. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, bad beatdown last night for the g-men and company we'll get into that too but i mean we would be remiss if we don't talk mostly longhorns yeah. victory party here we'll Hard, break that down in just do a little bit but that. rodney first man uh before anything happens you heard bk and, and buck talking about it as they I were. Was signing going, i was
0: going straight to you my man i, I was hoping uh, you were going that direction
1: yeah it, it's 9-11 22 years ago something absolutely awful happened to our country and it really did uh it, it galvanized us. I mean, I don't know how you felt on September 12th, man, but I mean, hell, it motivated me to 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 kind of get to the military. You know what I mean to kind of shift my my vision, shift my focus in life and and think about what I could do to pay homage to the people that that uh that fell, to all the first responders and all the civilians. That's yeah. the thing too, the civilians that went out of their way to uh to help others out. I think there is a huge divider the wedge is being shoved into us as a uh, as a fabric of society it's starting to tear our cloth is starting to tear um i i just encourage everyone to remember the good times remember how strong we were as a society on September 12th on that tragic day after that tragic day rather i remember my community um Taking bags of sand and putting candles in it, and every like every every house, and of course like Baltimore's got row houses, right? Like where there's a lot of us to, in in a, in a confined area. There's a lot of uh there's a lot of people, right? So you would look that you would just walk down the you know the street and you would see candles just lit, and it was almost like it was like a ritual or like everybody was well, hell, we were all we were all in mourning, right? And uh it, it's just, it brings my heart together, just knowing that we were all galvanized in that one moment, man, just just being a, a united front, a united yeah. country because that's what the fucking United States of America is yeah. supposed to be, united, right, right. not and, divided. and, and it I, I hate going politics. I'll stay away from politics, but guys, we are so divided. And if it's anything that we can do today to remember, about September 11 maybe it brings us a little bit closer together especially like in these times of need because guys we 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 got to let the petty shit go we we really do we had this saying in the uh in the military it was it was pet the sweaty shit and and sweat or uh wait it was pet the sweaty shit and then sweat or don't I can't remember the damn thing yeah but anyways yeah. We had we had a, uh, an adage in the military, and it may just not be as, as little and as, as shallow and as petty. Yeah, and that's what yeah. I'm trying to say, man. So no, uh, it changed my life, man, and uh, it allowed me to go off on the uh, the journey that I did, and I met some really good people. And um, I, again, I just I I really hope people find it in their hearts to
0: be a fucking American again. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, I and and thank you. Thank you for your service and 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 everyone, everyone that that has served and and just that, that t- to me the most horrible day, you know, for this country in my life was September 11th, but there are so many times where exactly echoing what what you were saying as 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 fucked up as things get around here, I wish that more often we would be the way we were on September 12th, 2001, yep. because that that unity. Um, didn't matter if you were black, brown, yellow, green, orange, whatever, we all fucking cared about each other. And and there, and there there was a lot of, there was a lot of grace and there was, we just, we just cared about each other. And, and, you know, Wags, every, everyone remembers, um, you, you know, September 11th and, and what was happening and that that day I was, I was late for work. My, 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 my kiddo, you know, I had, a had a baby, man. I had a baby. She was born (laughs) June 2nd, 2000. I had a baby and I had to, I had to get her where, where she needed to be. I had to go to, you know, I had a long commute to work. My boss had just reamed me on the phone um, about 20 minutes before all of that happened. And, you know, it, it really put a lot of things into perspective for me to where it's like, you know what? Fuck the job. I mean, screw the boss. Right. I mean, all of this is happening. The, the world's coming apart, and I vividly remember Wags, and I'm going to fucking lose it, and I'm sorry. Oh, you're sitting, good, dude. Sitting at home that night, watching as everything was still... We didn't know what was going on, man. We had no idea. Is all this shit over? Um, our, our country, the greatest country ever, is under siege. And I remember sitting there holding that baby in my recliner and thinking oh my god what what's happening this is this is the greatest place in the world and we we're vulnerable and and we are we let our guard down and the next day here we are all united and then we get into this stuff and that now wags like you're talking about and it's the stupid petty shit that drives people crazy and 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 again i'm not going to get political either and i never will because i don't give a damn either way it seems like but why do we let the little shit drive a wedge into this country that is so great? Why do we let that happen?
1: Uh, man, I wish I had that answer for you, dude. Like, I feel like I, I feel like I got answers for a lot of things, but there's just there's some stuff with our society, especially these days, that uh, that I just can't put a finger on, dude. I can't get a good pulse on things. So, dude, I think you care. So, I think we care so much is because we remember, we remember the greatness of this country and like I, I preach to my son like my my son that didn't live in the country that i live in you know what i mean like he, mm-hmm. he he didn't grow he didn't he didn't grow up he didn't get a chance to grow up in the country that i grew up in that's just a personal opinion i'm not sure if uh if that's really how it is but that's just how i feel man um anyways big shout out to all the first responders today um i am sure that you guys were motivated somehow, some way by the tragic attacks that happened uh, on 2001, uh, on this day to in 2001. Um, and, and if you're not, like, uh, if you weren't motivated by, motivated by that, I'm sure you had people in your family that were in the, uh, you know, the service or that were, you know, first responders that were helped just had the had the firefighter or had the you know the emt gene in you and it's it's passed it along to you so anyways it's you're motivated that way and i thank all the first responders and hell i thank all of our citizens just for for galvanizing on september 12th and being an awesome country and i know and and that's what it is man i know we can get there and you know what it's the feeling of victory that kind of galvanizes everybody back together. And if you can just get small victories, small victories, small victories, and small victories, they build up into huge wins, dude. Huge wins. And that's what Alabama felt like. <laughs> that's what Alabama felt like, dude. This And the town is popping. The this, town's a lot better. It's a lot happier when we win, amigo. And you know that's what we need to keep doing, man. We won flags. and we do we can't get a, we can't let our guard down and fall into a trap game for week 3. Well now we'll talk a lot about Wyoming in Thursday and Friday, but this day, my friend, this day is for remembering 9/11 and for celebrating Alabama's victory. <laughs> we can't get too over our skis, though, Rodney, you know, cuz we, we we got a game to play. We we talked little, we talked last started.
0: week about about okay here's here's a significant game for your program do you want to be a you want to be relevant do you want to be re, do you want to be in the conversation with these Alabama's and USCs and, and all of these powers which you know we we've we've always been a blue blood because of what happened a long time ago and and, and I'm and, and I will sit here and talk about it all the time where I, I mean the, the the thing that I always say wags is I want a new memory. I want a new memory, and, and not the Sugar Bowl one. I, I want a, a, a massive memory, and I think one was made on Saturday because here's oh, the whole yeah. thing with that. All the, all the different, uh, you know, streaks that were broken, home games, non, uh, non-conference games and all that, you went in, you went in, and you manhandled, manhandled them. Alabama. It's one thing to beat them, and I almost got the score right, but I had it bass backwards. but you went in, and you manhandled Alabama. I think that's the bigger thing with all of this.
1: Well, not you get a huge win on the road, and especially in, in a top three team, you know what I mean. Um, also, if you've played football or anybody has watched ball, you kind you you know like you pick up on the small nuances. Now, I didn't see this in in the first time that I watched the game, like during live. But I, I you picked it up when you watched on on the second time, like on the playback, right? when piles start to like longhorns were falling forward and bamas and bama piles were falling backwards and i talked mm-hmm. a little bit about this on my show yesterday but when you start to win those little piles right when when the longhorns start to, start to fall forward and bama starts to fall backward that's the small little nuances that's the tails of the tape and that means that you're starting to win inside the trenches as well you're starting to dominate and what happened was crazy Sark kind of did this by keeping him off tempo and off balance, right? He didn't do this by rushing the ball and shoving it down the throat. He ran, he did that in the later rounds of that match, right? In the, in, yeah. in uh, yeah. hell, like uh I think, you know, eight minutes in t- at the 10 minute mark of, of, of the, of the game is when he started actually running the ball hard, like making it an actual uh deliberation to run the ball. So yeah. uh, I thought he had an excellent gameplay. the third and eight, Call where he ran the ball on a delayed draw. I mean, shit, Rodney. Everybody was. I thought for sure they were throwing, and I thought it was going to be another RPO. And then all of a sudden, here I think it was Brooks that actually converted the the uh, the third down there. But Brooks takes off, you know, off tackle to the left. Longhorns get a third down. You know what's got that? We talked about psyche last week. You know what that has to do to your psyche defensively, your mentality defensively. If you just get beat on the run again, yeah, you got beat. They converted the third and two the series or the sequence before they get on the next sequence of the set of first downs and then they do it again on a third and eight and they convert on a run. That's when I, that's when I kind of knew, right? Like I started to have a little bit of pause when the, when, uh, when they relinquished the lead in the third quarter for the first time, I was like, Oh yeah. All right. That, you know, this might be it. You know, Bama might get ready to roll here. And dude, I didn't think we were, I, 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 you know, you heard what I picked. I picked Bama going in. You know what I mean. So I oh, was yeah, me completely, too. Toward, yeah. completely yeah. shocked when Longhorns, you know, were able to come out victorious in Tuscaloosa. Fantastic play. We'll break all of it down. That was just my initial thoughts of the game. Uh, just tremendous. I thought Sark called the game of his life. He did.
0: He did, man. The game of he, his he life. absolutely and did it. The whole P-
1: thing. I mean, PK. Let's give the d- the defense their roses too. I mean, being able to take a young. uh a young uh, Mr. Hill, a Mr. Hill Jr. And, and be able to make him a true freshman and allow him to have the auto- autonomy and freedom. He was spying. He was spying Milrow most of the night. Yeah, he was. and was able to shut him down, shut the legs down. We talked about making him one-dimensional. Ronnie. he did that. Yeah. Now, look, and- Milrow made some plays with his arm, and, you know, but for the most part, Texas really shut down the Bama, the Bama Russian attack, man.
0: They absolutely did. I mean, Alabama looks shell shocked. I, I mean, they. And, and here's the other part to me that was so, that's so impressive about a uh, uh, total team win, obviously, right here, but. Texas goes into this game and they, these guys had swagger. These guys were loose. These guys, these guys just went there. This is a business trip. These guys went up there to win that fucking ball game. And, and let me tell you something. It was, it was never more evident. It was never, dude, the last drive of the game. I mean, when, when you sit there and you take that and, and, and this is where Texas has, has found a way to step on it and stub their toe in the past right there. Yeah. I mean, whether it be play calling, what, whatever the case is going to be, that's when you let, that's when you let. The opponent get back in the ball game. They did not do that this week. Wags this this looks this looks like a program that is charting in the right direction. And 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 I will. I mean, you you said it right there. And I know Bucky's talked about it so many times to where it's going to be on the coaching staff, uh, specifically on Steve Sarkeesian. To win a ball game for your program, and even though this wasn't a nail biter, you know, a field goal ball game at the end in the final two minutes, Coach Sarkeesian with the game plan that he and 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 like you talk about PK and th- that they put together right there, dude, you lock down, you yeah. lock down a national power, and and I've already seen. Well, no, that's not the Alabama of old. Alabama's not that good. Bullshit. They're gonna win ten games. I yeah, promise you. They're gonna win. I hate when
1: people. I hate pe- when people try and take the win down and say that it's I a know. watered down team or whatnot. No, man. Texas got up. That's what happened. Texas got up. Hopefully they didn't get two up and they didn't blow their load because we still got a lot of ball game to play. <laughs> all right, we still got a yeah. lot. Uh, now, and, and that brings me to this point real quick. Uh, there were pictures surfacing of Quinn Ewers and the team smoking cigars. Right. I'm gonna. I'm a, I'm probably in the minority right here. No, I don't. No, give you're not. A, I, I don't care. Bad look. All right. Bad look, because to me, I think the cigar is associated with winning a national championship or winning a Super Bowl or winning a event of that magnitude. That's what you that's what I associate the cigar with. All right. Yeah. You beat Bama. That is a huge victory, a huge win, a huge battle on your your war campaign. Right. But you still have not won the war. Rodney, you're not even at the war. You're not even at you, the battleground for the war yet. You, you still gotta travel to get to the war. You've gotta act right? like you've I'm been there. to Use the military yeah. analogy, but I mean that's what that's just what I'm going with because I think it just pans out well because that's what the gridiron is. It's a battle of war. Yeah, you, it's just a, it's a war.
0: You've gotta act like you've been there even though you haven't, and that's the bottom line. We haven't. they have
1: been there, but, but that's just it. But Texas has not, been there. Not we, to that extent.
0: Not to that extent. Correct. And, and, but but the other part about it is exactly to what you're saying. Yes, breaking the home winning streak. All of the, everything that you just dismantled, and I'm with you, Wags, and we are very much in the minority. I think I'd have held off on the cigars. Hey, the the party waiting at campus, uh, you know, when they got right. back. I love great. the sport. Absolutely. You celebrate a huge win. You celebrate something big that your, that your student body and your fan base has been waiting for, has been yearning for, for so long. Celebrate that. But yeah. Um, uh, well, I, I mean, the test is about to start. Okay. You've gotten over this one, but, um, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't like that look, and and that's the other thing, Wags. We we're you know we've got a group text that we've got going on. I don't really think we need to be making shirts and all this different shit just because. I mean, not <laughs> not just because you beat Alabama, but it's a it's a game. I mean, I, I've got about four or five of those Rose Bowl shirts laying around here I from two thousand five. But that's a fucking national championship game,
1: right? We joke about. <laughs> we joke about the Aggies, we joke about little brother, you know, going full Aggie and being like, okay guys, let's not celebrate a, you know, a victory on the schedule here. You didn't, it, you know, a, one victory isn't a championship. We kind of did that right now. Look, I get it. Bama's huge. And beating Bama in Tuscaloosa is huge, right? I don't remember. A&M, A&M did A&M. it. <laughs> I, I don't remember A&M doing what we did, but I get it. Like Texas is, you want to say Texas is back? Let's keep winning and keep winning, and then we can definitely say Texas is back. But uh, that is a crazy proclamation to sit here and think that just because you beat Bama, you're on your way to the national championship or whatnot, or you can make shirts. Now those shirts are out there. We're not just making this up. You can find them out there. It's a bad. To me, I think that's a bad look. Um, and and you heard what you know. You heard what Ford said too, man. You know rat poison done with the rat poison go out and get the dub and you can see what Daryl G uh writes as well here on the line or on the the YouTube line here I don't care as long as they get ready for Wyoming let them have their night and I would give them the and I would give them Sunday I got you today is a new today is a new game week yeah yep. fresh mentality get a focus now look man I remember when I won like when we would party we'd go out and party and that and whatnot but man I don't know, dude. Oh, man. Dude, when i it, I've been— I'm reluctant because I don't want us— I don't want it to feel like we blow or lewd, man. I don't want us to feel like that. I want us to go out there and, like Daryl G says right here, stay focused and let's go get this dub. I, I totally
0: agree. And, and just kind of piggybacking what I was talking about right there, just uh, the, the way the team looked, the looseness and the mindset of everything that we had on Saturday— I don't think that they're going to blow their load. I I mean it really seems like they're coached and prepared to make a run here to to do to to accomplish the goals that they are attempting to accomplish. And what I really love about this ball game is that there were a lot of doubts going into this game. You and I sat here and we talked about it, and all across the program, we talked, or all across the network here. We talked about it last week about how concerned we were after the Rice game. Well, let me tell you something, everybody. They answered every question that we had, every concern that we had. The line of scrimmage, the line of scrimmage, I mean, all those offensive line problems. Are they gone? I, I don't know if they're fixed or not, but they sure as hell were fixed this past weekend because Texas dominated the line of scrimmage. And that's like you were just talking about, Wags. You get in the trenches, and that's where you're going to win these big ball games. And th- this is what – you know, a, a lot of folks are talking about Quinn. You, you know, it was a, a coming-out party for Quinn, I guess we could call it. But, man, when you when you got the hog mollies over there taking care of your ass up there, yeah, man. you are going to be able to do the things that he did. And he looked like the quarterback that we think – he can be. And now, now, like we talk about, and, and, and like the, the message said right there, now you keep, go to work, go to work, go back to work. Forget, don't forget this. Remember this, but go to work, man. It's a right. brand new week.
1: Right, man. Build off of it. Now, what mm-hmm. was, when this started, when the game was playing, what was the, was, was there a, an iconic play or a, a play that stood out to you that was kind of the tail of the tape moving forward in the first, or at least in, in the first quarter?
0: I really think what, this going for fourth down thing to me is so ballsy. Uh, that well, galvanizes your team, Rodney. Unites it, it. It gets them behind it you. Does. It does. It, it lets them know that you believe in them. And you, you know, we talk about being parents, and it's like, okay, your kids want you to believe in them, and 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 they want to be able to feel that. And and when your head coach says we're going for it on fourth down, what I mean, same scenario right there. I mean, that's what it does right there, and and it um that. That's when you started seeing Alabama go back on their toes. At the beginning, at the beginning of the ball game, I was a little concerned right there because it did seem like Alabama uh penetration and so forth, but man, Texas just took a hold of this ball game Bro. and put the foot in the throat, man. I, I mean, me, absolutely destroyed them.
1: For me, when Barron got the interception, interception, yeah. I was like, "Oh, God, one, the interception is probably my favorite play in football." All right? Mm-hmm. It, like um you hear you hear pass ball oski when you hear okay. that word oski yep, bro, bro when you hear oski yeah. it's time to go man it is time to explode um yeah baron getting that snag and being able to to you know switch field and get the offense right on there man and getting us into an advantageous spot to to you know go up and put points on the scoreboard now look i think the the better recept the better interception was probably thompson's mm-hmm. i mean milroe it, it to me. It was a clear indicator that Milrow didn't even go through his progressions. He was premeditated on hitting his hitch. He dropped back on his third step. He took, you know, he fired back. But it was Thompson's depth that he got so quickly that was able to take away the passing lane. Now that was probably going to be a completion. But the fact that Milrow didn't see him, he just premeditatedly threw the ball and didn't see Thompson. Thompson was underneath and dropped back. He was kind of. It looked like he was going to blitz. To, or when I when I dissected the play, it looked like Thompson was going to blitz, but then he dropped off in the coverage and got back in, got back very fast, man. It's kind of what a linebacker does getting into the hook curl zone, but yeah. he dropped back and then all of a sudden he just takes the, the ball right out of the air. Huge play for us, man, yeah. getting points on the board here. And then the Longhorns kind of after that started to go into domination mode where the up-tempo kind of started to drive into like pound it down your throat or kind of yep. trying started to change into pounded down your throat football so i thought again we talked a little bit about balance and sarkeesian schemes i thought he did a fantastic job i I said it before and i'll say it again best game he's ever called
0: oh no doubt and kind of going back to the controlling the line of scrimmage point that we were talking about a while ago wags six pressures dude that's it that that's all that came when you were game dude dude Dude, absolutely. We were
1: and, and dude, we were we were down on that line last year. Yeah, week. we were. We and we were down. And I I doubt they paid attention to this show, man, but I'm sure the coaches got it fixed. They saw the game film there. And look, props to them, man. You get that bell, ring that bell. Yeah. Ring that well, bell for the lunch.
0: And here's a, here's the whole thing. That offensive line is supposed to be that good. I mean you got five guys back. I mean, you got everybody back. So it's supposed to be that good. And and this is where this is just another great example that we talked about when we debuted right here on Texas sports unfiltered last Monday where we talk about overreaction knee-jerk reactions to, to whatever yeah. and that's why you don't put a lot of stock in a game like that and here's the other here's the other thing everybody I mean if you come out against Wyoming it's going to be a man this electric atmosphere that we're going to have by the way 50% chance of rain on Saturday night but anyway so you're going to have this electric atmosphere <laughs> we're
1: going to change this to old men talking about the
0: weather
1: <laughs> Farmer's Almanac. <laughs> I'm Bucky
0: Jr. guys I, 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 I think I'm the second oldest dude on this staff besides Bucky so yes I, I love weather, but here's the other thing if you come out against Wyoming. So, so maybe lesson learned you come out against Wyoming and you only win 40 to 20. Like I said, against with the rice thing, you only win 40 to 20. It's going to be all right. <laughs> it's going to be all right.
1: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm there. How do you feel? Um, how do you feel like the rat poison also consists of the ranking of number four being as high as number four in the top five? Do you think that's a distraction for the Longhorns or could be a distraction for the Longhorns?
0: I think, honestly, apparently this coaching staff knows what the hell they're doing because from the game plan that we just saw uh, this past you know, Saturday night, I think it's something where, yeah, great. Looks really good. I mean, that, that's really cool to see. I mean, you got uh, three really good teams uh, uh, ahead of you in that AP poll. But I think this is again, we talk about coaching is so important, and that's something that I, I think you and I will harp on on this program forever is coaching because I think you and I are all about mindset for whatever reason. But it really seems like that. That's uh, well, football's
1: football's a game of mentality. I mean, I mean, it, it it's, really it's, is. It's a hundred percent mental and yeah. and one percent physical. Right. That's
0: right. Th- this coaching staff will Doesn't tell that him, hey, up. that's great. And and the other thing I think that is going to be so important this week as we go into game week here against Wyoming is at some point um the coaching staff is gonna to have to be okay, guys, go like this. Don't don't listen to everyone telling you how good you are. We've got a job to do.
1: And We've I think that was Ford's I, I think that was Ford's post on socials, right? Like saying you know, hey, don't pay attention to all the hype in the hoopla mm-hmm. here. Let's get back to business. Let's stay focused. We're one and oh, let's continue to go one and oh into the week and let's dominate Wyoming. We can't let this be a trap game, which you know, everybody kind of worried that it could be, man. So,
0: yeah, well, uh, the whole thing is sa- savor that, savor that victory. I mean, this is one that this will be on Longhorn Network for a while. Uh, maybe we get a, a little pause from that, uh, geometry. G- I'm reading the the comments area geometry I, I love it it what? really is I what? mean it really is what are you talking
1: about uh, sweet oh I see what you're saying yeah. sweet yeah, yeah I gotcha because yeah, it really gotcha. is
0: uh, I mean football all sports it, it is you 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 can talk yourself out of anything without telling yourself a word I mean you can you can overthink shit and you can make yourself you, you can I mean, the, the mental part is so is so underrated, I think, with so many people. This team, and that's where I go back to the swagger that I saw with, the, with this club, w- with them being loose and with them being ready. They went in there and they knew. They knew that they were going to take care of business. They yeah. didn't care about what Alabama. They didn't care about all the rich history and all of that. They didn't care. Wags, last week I was talking about that atmosphere was going to be something that I was so concerned about with these guys. These young dudes went in there and fucking embraced it. They went and embraced it put their foot down and just took care of business and that's really all that you can ask for and guys here we are celebrating a win in Tuscaloosa over Alabama how fucking great is that
1: yeah it's something that (laughs) I didn't think that we would be talking about on a Monday Rodney I really thought we'd have to do a little bit of damage control and kind of uh you know bring our bring our focus and bring our expectations back into reality here but look we talked a little bit about it in week one and, or not even week one like before week one right how the chances and possibilities of getting 12 mm-hmm. you know getting 12 wins on the on the year a lot still has to align and come in place and i talked about staying focused and not looking at that finish line yet and continuing to go basically barrier to barrier week to week you know staying one to know each week man I, you know trying i hate to use the cliche talk and the coach speak man but that's just that's what it is you gotta you gotta keep your mind trained to stay grounded to stay level um robert de niro had something that i i saw recently about you know on success it you know he spoke about saying stay calm you know stay calm no matter how much success you're having stay calm that's what the longhorns seem to do and it really does attribute to your success because you keep your your you keep your mindset focused you're able to make logical and sound decisions mm-hmm. when you're calm right yeah. when you lose when you you know you have any type of emotion or any type of you know aggression which you, you should have obviously in gridiron you're going to have aggression right but you should always try and keep a calm mindset that way it allows you to stay focused. Moving forward, just stay focused, and the rest will take care of business, man. The alphas are going to alpha, like I usually say, bro. The alphas just, are going to alpha.
0: Just be silent and take now care look, of business. Wyoming it's,
1: ain't no slouch, dude. Wyoming's been no. playing great football. And we'll break, like I said, we'll break a lot of Cowboys down, you know, later in the week. This is a celebra- celebratory chaos theory episode here, man. And,
0: and, and I think one of the biggest points of this, I mean, the outside noise, you know, that 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 is so huge. I mean, all the outside noise that Brent Yormark say everything that, that he said. I mean, look at Texas right now. This is one of the biggest wins in the history of the big 12 when it, when it comes uh-huh. to football and, and here, here you go. I mean, you're sitting here and, and, and you're trying to piss away uh, this member. That's going to be leaving your conference. And you're over here wishing the best to a team that goes out and gets our ass whooped in week number one uh, for a game coming up on Thanksgiving. And you look, and you look at this right now, who's carrying the torch for the big 12 And and it's, uh, you know, boom, boom. There you go. Be calm. Enjoy that. Be silent. Don't, don't even say a word about it. No need to even address it. Nobody's probably even addressed it until I brought it up. But the, it's things like that. It's the mark of a winner. It's the mark of a champion. And this program looks. And and I, and I was watching Holly Rowe the other night when when she's talking to Quinn Yours after the ball game. She's uh, she's like baiting him. She's like, come on, come on, say it, say it, say it, say it. Hell no, hell no. We got work to do.
1: Yep. we got work. Yeah. To do. You know what they were all dude. trying to get him to say it too, man. <laughs> you know how bad he wanted to say it. Oh, you know, know how bad he wanted to say it. Good I on know. him, dude. Good on him for the discipline. Yeah. You know that's to me. It's I'm, another, and I'm hard. I'm hard on that's yours me. too. Yeah. I'm, I really, I dissect and break his play down. I'm very critical, maybe overly critical on yours, and rightfully so too, because he's one of the highly, most highly touted recruits coming out of high school, according to the 24 seven. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's all nine, you know what? Almost a one on this dude, you know what I mean? point nine 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 or whatever the, the rating was um, more consistent plays like this in, in big games like this. And I, I, I have to be a believer, you know what I mean? Like sometimes I don't think that he can complete the, the huge, the huge throw downfield or the explosive play. Sometimes I think he misses it. But, man, he was great. He was great on Saturday. Clean. Another clean game, Rodney. That's all you can ask for against the top five defense. Yeah.
0: You know, we we gave his stats in game one. I mean, hell, if I was a quarterback, I I would take that box score. I mean, I'd be totally fine with that. 349,
1: three touchdowns. 349, three touchdowns, rating of 89.4. I'll take that, man. Absolutely. and the defense, being able to hold Alabama to just over a century in in yards on the ground, uh, 107, 107 on the ground, a team that averages 156 or more. Mm -hmm. Hell, they they average 156 now. That's probably accredited because of the Longhorns' domination on Saturday night Mm -hmm. in Tuscaloosa. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and, and you know we we talked about the uh, the 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 trio the the running back room. We talked about that last week. Oh hell, Jonathan Brooks fifty seven yards with a touchdown. CJ Baxter thirty one yards, dude. I, I'll take that again. Uh, I mean, w- what is wrong with that? And and, and, and
1: we, we talked. No, and they didn't have Brooks... to go to that until later in the game. You know right, what I mean? They didn't. Right. They and, didn't have to do. They didn't have to use the legs. They didn't have to have the whole three headed hydra out there. They just used a little bit of the beast handle.
0: And, and when Brooks, when and I mentioned this last week, when Brooks had the hot hand, leave his ass in there. Let, let him go. And, and then you spell him. And then you spell him. Uh, you know, and, and it, it really was. I mean, it, it goes back to the game plan, dude. It, it really goes back to the game plan. We we can talk about, and again, the emphasis is on these players and what they have just accomplished. But damn it. A lot of the problems that we have seen with this program have been in play calling, in coaching, in inconsistent coaching um and that was all coaching. answered it was all answered um yeah.
1: so inconsistent coaching is I, I wouldn't put that a lot on this regime i think no no not no not on this regime. okay no. yeah i would say tom herman's regime was inconsistent coaching
0: um, Think of that. Did you, see, did you see Charlie at the game? You know
1: Charlie's I did in not. Alabama. I I did not see Charlie at the game. Alabama.
0: I saw I saw a picture of uh of Charlie Strong there with uh John Bianco um after the or I guess before the ball game it was. Uh really cool and 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 here's the best part cuz I I saw the I saw the tweet right there you, you know with, it was on one of the Texas sites and and so many people saying, "Hey, we love Coach Strong. Good for him." It's like, "Thank thank you. Thank you. Let the man just let the man move on. <laughs> Just let the man move on. Um, All the shit my, that happened here was so much of it was out of his control. And that's where <laughs> we go back to the inconsistent inconsistency of the program and coaching because it's a shit show. Come on, people. See, but, I like
1: this by Pete right here, Rodney. Yeah, I love, this I love by that. Pete. Texas has arrived, not yeah. back. Yeah. Texas has arrived, not back, because it is a different stage. The totally game has is. changed a lot since Texas was on top of the big stage mm-hmm. back in 2005 i would think i i think i think the landscape in college football hell the entire uh fabric of of national football society has changed if you know what i'm yes. talking about with the whole nil um whole, the whole nil world. deals in place and stuff yeah uh yeah. one thing i did want to talk another thing about is player of the game for me was jt sanders um, five receptions, 114 yards, 22.8 a pop, and uh, didn't didn't find pay dirt, man. But was able to allow the Longhorns to get down into the red zone and be able to get into striking distance here. A lot of yards after catch. We've seen the dynamic and athleticism out of this young man. Yeah, I don't know what you're comping him to or comparing him to in terms of a professional tight end or what they did back in their collegiate days. But I like this guy looking like Vernon Davis, bro. Like as a Maryland Terrapin fan, I was able to watch a lot of Vernon Davis growing up and see what he was able to I followed his career in the San Francisco. This guy is as a dynamic and explosive. I don't know if he's as strong as Vernon Davis, but he's definitely as fast. He's being he's being able to make plays after the catch, it, whether it's a stiff arm or hurdling a, a you know a would-be tackler, spinning off of another would-be tackler, but he's able to make plays and extend the um extend plays and get more yardage going down and getting hell getting longhorns into positions to where able to, to where they're able to strike. Right. Got to uh, have got to have a lot of JT Sanders implemented in your game plan moving forward. I think he's that dynamic of a player.
0: We talked about him last week where, where he was going to be a guy that, that can put you in position to, to, to make, he, he can make big plays to put you in position to put points on the board. And it was never more evident than what we saw on Saturday night. I mean, he's a, he's a dude right there, and and I think what makes him even even more dangerous is, is that you do have. I mean, I mean, look at look at uh, you know with Mitchell the, and Worthy. You see, and yeah, Donnie Mitchell. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you've got all of that and and boom, Worthy, Whittington. Here's, Whittington. Who, yeah, Whittington. here's this dude?
1: Yeah. Whittington was so nasty coming out of, of high school, dude. I thought he was going to be one of the, the college studs, you know, like one yeah. of those running backs that just, or one of those X factors, you can't really call him a running back cause he's a receiver, but mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be able to use in so many ways, like a, like a Swiss army knife. He, cause he is, he's a, he's a multiple weapon, man. You can use him in, in different ways, dude. He gives me Austin Eckler vibe, even though he's lined mm-hmm. up in a wide receiver position right now and, you know, for the Longhorns, but the dude can play, man. He can ball out and that's just it. He becomes kind of like an afterthought. And that's, that's unfair to say because he's that talented, right? But there's so much talent around him. That's that's, the thing. Yours has so many toys. You've,
0: you've got so many. I mean, you, you, a lot of these guys, you can take these guys and move them around and put them in different places. I, I mean, and I think that that is where this team is so dangerous, just on the offensive side. And then you look over at the defense, dude, that this defense is unbelievable, dude. Lights this, out, man. Oh, man. Th- this is a defense that by the time we're done with this season, I mean, Anthony by the time we hill, done, bro, dude, and 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 here's the whole thing. Here, here's what is so cool about this to me is you see you see the seniors. You, you see that they are grooming these young dudes, and I think that's what's been missing in this program for the longest time. Is that there's no yeah. continuity. There's the none men- of that shit there. The
1: mentorship, the, right? The, the passing you're, down, the 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 passing of the torch, so to you're, speak. Right. You're building the next
0: flock the of succession, right? Right. And, and that's that's so important, because when we talk about all these Alabama, for example, what do they do? They reload. And that's, that's exactly it, how they do that. They, they I don't know how they do it in Tuscaloosa, but you but, you know, Nick Saban is up the asses of those upperclassmen. And he's like, you take these guys under your wing and you fucking teach them the Alabama way. And it really looks like that is happening here. And, 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 and it, it was very evident after the game. I mean, you see some of these locker room pictures. Boom. That's what you want, dude. That's that's awesome. That's yeah. it's things like that, that build this program. It's things like that, that make you relevant. And it's, uh, it's things that we're, we're saying right there that we can say Texas has arrived because it's, it's
1: across the board, <laughs> yeah. it's across the board, man. And it's one no, quite frankly, it's about fucking time. We talked that. about, we talked about going after Milro and being able to make him one dimensional and everything. Oh, yeah. and, and to me, I, you know, I just, I just exalted his name. Um, Anthony Hill, Jr., that young man, Mr. Hill, you played a fantastic game. If you're watching this, sir, uh, you were a, a, a freshman. I thought you had one hell of an assignment. I did not think the assignment would go to you. And holy hell, did you answer the call? Uh, two sacks. You're credited with two sacks. You were all over the place. You not only were you creeping in your little spy position there, taking away the legs from Millrow and his ability to run. But my goodness, sir, you were everywhere, you know, keeping this Alabama potent rushing attack limited to just over 100 yards, man. Hell, they were only running. The running backs were popping off at, at under three yards of pop, which is going to keep you, you know, out of, yeah, you know, out of uh, getting fresh, set of, fresh sets swarming. of downs. And we talked yeah. about that, too, playing ahead of the downs, right? The Longhorns did that, man. I don't remember the Longhorns being in too many positions where they were behind the downs uh w- with down and distance there were a few like because it wouldn't there wouldn't times yeah. especially in the third quarter when Alabama started to take over the take over the game um or or you know took the lead for the first time but then Longhorns fought right back Longhorns fought right back and then put it down their throat but but dude to to limit what McClellan to well, McClellan had a decent game, 45 yards. But look, Milroe you know Milrow which is the
0: key. Yeah.
1: which is a big part of Alabama's success on the ground. Well, he was limited to under three point yards or under uh, three yards per carry. So mm-hmm. that's huge to not be able to let Milroe scramble like that and extend a play and cre- create extra yardage and, and keep their drives and keep the defense of Longhorns on the field to wear them down. Man, shout Lock out! I down. mean, the overall MVP, the defense. Overall dude. MVP of the defense. Dude. That's kind of cliche, but my God, man, they showed out, dude. That, Huge that, de-
0: that defense did to the Alabama offense. What, what's that thing called when, when your car gets towed that they put around the tires so you can't – that yellow thing? Lockdown, break that, breakdown. I that, mean, that uh, hook. I can't think of what they're called. That's exactly what they did. All the office, I don't know. Something like that. Some, somebody somebody somebody's gotten code. they'll tell. Hey, speaking of cars, speaking of cars and trucks, 42 acres and beautiful B cave in the hill country. Wags was talking about landscape. I'll tell you what, you want to see some beautiful landscape, go check out our friends at Covert B Caves, three state of the art dealerships carrying seven brands of automobiles, Buick's GMCs, Caddies, Chrysler's, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams, and of course the boot. It is the boot. Thank you, DJ. Um, of course, you've got uh, Covert Huddo out in uh, Hoppum, uh, huppo Huddo, Hiddos, uh, Huddo, Hippos. And then you've got uh, in Austin, you got the Ford and Lincolns. It is a covert family. They've been doing it for 107 years, a covert family in Central Texas. Uh, I know so many people that have driven covert vehicles and they've been doing it so long where it's like a family thing, you know, where you've got parents. Now they're buying uh, kids for cars for their kids, whether going off to college, high school, you know, whatever it is. First car, they're going to covert and they're going to continue that family tradition. Covert B caves also services all makes and models. 86 service bays right there. Minimal weight right there. If you've got 86 service bays, you're not going to spend the day at the dealership for crying out loud. So let them take care of that maintenance for you. It's too hot right now. Don't go out there and try to change the oil yourself. Uh, I I I tried a while back to work on my vehicle. It's a 2019. I opened that hood and I looked in there and I'm like, I ain't touching that thing. I have no idea how to do any of this stuff. CovertBcave.com. They're going to hook you up. Hey, check them out at, at CovertBcave.com because every week, every week they're having a sale, all of your inventory, or if you don't want to jump online, just stop by and tell them you heard about them right here on texas sports unfiltered covert
1: love it man and yeah everybody's been asking us how we can actually support the show and whatnot you know hey what do we do give you guys follows and sure yeah follows are fantastic but really follow our sponsors go and pay you know pay tribute to our sponsors go in there and see all the great you know great stuff that you know that 7-eleven like i get my g fuel from 7-eleven you know what i mean i get a you know i get my my gear my hats from yeah. last Stand hats you know what yeah. i mean everything yeah. that you see behind me is audiovisual consultations That's it, right. it truly is um yeah. t- tickets get your tickets from syntax.com mm-hmm. beer drink your beer from Altstat. there is not a bad beer at Altstat. there really yeah. isn't like green label blue label red label i don't know what they are but i drink them all green's probably my favorite by yeah. far yeah green's hey, probably my
0: favorite and speaking of brain vault Speaking of Brain Vault, also a, a great sponsor here. Wags, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in the double R bar here on a little tirade here, a very short one. I'm sorry. I didn't even tell you this in, in pre-show or whatever. You know what I noticed this weekend? Um, you know, as, as much as, um, you know, football, try, trying to make it safer, trying to dumb it down, you know, hits, pass interference, all this stuff. Have you noticed, I saw it all day Saturday, and I saw it even yesterday on Sunday, these guys' in mouthpieces hanging out of their mouth during play. Yeah. Put that I, thing in your mouth.
1: So I'm starting to think that, and of course, this is just me getting way up into my head and overthinking things. I'm starting to think that it is almost a tactic. Like mm. you're, you're trying to tell the defense that the play's not coming this way. You know what I mean? Like, um, I'm leaving my mouthpiece out because I'm kind of taking the down off because what I've seen from players, right? I saw Bajan Robinson do it as well, right? What a, hey, what a touchdown, by the way. No, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> People wondered why everybody was so high on this guy. He is over 220 pounds and he moves like that. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. That's yeah. not fair, bro. Dude, I, I could hear like
0: the ankle. I, I tweeted out. I, I could hear ankles breaking when he made when he scored that touchdown.
1: He was dead to rights. He was dead to rights by two dudes. Two yeah. dudes that made a miss, and then made the third guy miss to get into the end zone. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Can't but but that. That, that, that mouthpiece thing. I mean, it's. I mean, I don't know, dude. It, 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 little little shit like that. And, and I totally get what what you're saying right there. Come about on, me. old man. But. But the whole thing, then I see guys like running with the ball with the damn mouthpiece hanging out of their mouth, and that's yeah. what I'm like. Look, I like look, my teeth. Look. And and look, it's it's one of those things to where, um, the wrong people get in a pissed off thing about that, and uh, I I don't know, dude. I don't know. I just worry about stupid. What are you worried like about? Well, I, I mean. Everybody's already saying this is safe enough. You know, we, we we get all the conversation about foot football is a violent sport and all this, that and the other, and, and implementations that are in place and that's stuff like Brain Vault. I mean, Brain Vault has come about because of, of you know, injuries, whatever the case may be. But it's like, I don't know, probably nothing's going to come out of it, but I just kept seeing it all week, and I'm seeing dudes get their head rammed in, fucking mouthpieces hanging out. Maybe
1: teeth vault. Maybe teeth mold will come out. <laughs> <laughs> because of it. who know. knows, I don't know, who knows, and yes, DJ with the assist there, boot, the boot. is the word that Rodney was looking for. Boot the is the boot. word, hey, Wax. Yeah, right, right quick,
0: right quick. So, as a, as, as, a, as a Texas fan, as a Texas fan, what what was cooler? Uh, obviously, this past weekend, the, the win against Alabama, great win. Um, obviously, this is a, a larger scale win. Or was the forty nine to nothing last year over Oklahoma? What was?
1: Cool? Oh, this year. Okay, good. Definitely this year. I don't. I don't. You know, I don't live in the past. I try not to live in the past because you can't really get stepping into the future if you're living in the past. I got a lot of my. I got a lot of quotes that I quote from my friend's dad. His name's Denny Miller. You sometimes you need to regress before you progress. You know, there's. A, I got a. I got a whole bunch of them, man. That you know, you just sit around and listen to Denny Miller a lot and. And he's got words of knowledge, dude, and they just kind of sit with you, man. And you, you really, uh, once they resonate for so long, man, they just kind of start coming out. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yeah. yeah, dude. Sometimes, man, uh, you, you you can't look in the past where you, you just can't move forward. So, great answer. That's what I was hoping you would say. That's it, what I it's was definitely it's definitely Alabama in Tuscaloosa, my yeah, man. No. Definitely no. Alabama in Tuscaloosa. But hey, business business isn't done. You know what I mean? Unfinished business still, bro. It's just starting. Yeah, it's just starting, man. This ain't over. This ain't yeah. over by any means. We got a journey. We still got a long journey to go to. All right. From collegiate ball to pro ball. Oh, you know what? We'll <laughs> save. We'll save. We'll save the worst for last because it's going to drain me. It yeah. will just absolutely drain me to talk about the Giants Cowboys. Let's go down the page here, man. Let's start with, um, Let's start with the Panthers and Falcons. We talked about this young man just a second ago. B. John Robinson gets his first score in the NFL there with a nice little screen pass from Ritter. Um, Being able to shake three defenders and get in there, but the day went to Algier. What the hell? Hmm. What the hell is going on there with Arthur Smith? Do you not understand who you have in your backfield? Do you not understand what draft capital is? Yeah, I I don't... uh,
0: I, I couldn't understand. I mean, I, I was on the red zone and they kept going back there, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, what? What? We, we talked about riding the hot hand. I'm like, What, what are you doing here? Uh, I mean, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, you know, they, uh, I mean, they got the win, and he looked ready. I mean, it, it would be one thing where it's like, okay, he's a little shaky, but shit, he looked, he looked pretty fired up and ready to go to me.
1: After breaking everything down, Rodney, the only thing that I can take away from this is that. Arthur Smith was playing somebody that had B. John Robinson on their fantasy team. <laughs> that is the only had thing been. that I can think of. Had to have been. Had to have been. And and maybe, maybe he had um Algier on his and wanted to say, you know what? I'm going to Tony Talbert. Or uh, <laughs> no, it was Mike, it was Mike Tolbert. It was yeah. Mike Tolbert. Yeah. Mike Tolbert with TD rape. Almost everybody that he was in the backfield with. Yeah. At some certain point of the year. And sure enough, that's what Arthur Smith did.
0: Yeah, what, He allowed Algier
1: of- to go in there and take all the touchdowns away from Bajon Robinson. And I'm sour about it because I got Bajon Robinson in all my leagues. I have 100% ownership. What What do you think of Bryce Young? Uh, initially, I'm like, hey, dude,
0: this dude's pretty...
1: Look, man, Bryce Young's going to be making tremendous yeah. plays dude you can see the yeah. talent there and then being able to be coached by a quarterback like frank reich a quarterback uh brilliant mindset like frank reich i think it's going to bode well for uh for young i think he looks great um the the player that stood out to me was hurst if you guys are mm-hmm. looking for a fantasy pickup go out and get hayden hurst man because a young quarterback does need his tight end you saw that very much so on sunday dude that came into fruition he was a big part of the gameplay
0: he really was he or really gameplay, was rather and that's that. That's kind of one of those things right there, where you, where you have that uh, that little spark plug. You have that little outlet right there. You have a young quarterback, and you need to you need him to have somebody that that that's going to be his dude, and it's going it's going to be his underneath or whatever it is. And boom, there you had it right there. Did you know? I know we'll go through the scores here, but first half yesterday of, of the of the noon block games, dude. Talk about turnovers and penalties. That, that was some of the sloppiest football that I've ever seen. I think they, I think they said on and there were only like 15 touchdowns in the first half yesterday of, of that, of that noon block of games, man, that I don't know first game jitters and so forth, but man, that, that was some sloppy stuff, man. It was, it was sloppy Joe. Speaking of sloppy Joe. What happened to Joe Burrow? I well, think. I
1: think <laughs> I, dude, I honestly, I think it's because you're not getting as many preseason games that you used to get, right? Like, The preseason plays got to come out somewhere, and it's starting. You know, you need reps. You you absolutely need reps to to gain chemistry with your uh, you know, with your team, with your receivers, with your running back. It's all got to be chemistry, right? It's all got to flow. You don't get that if you're not practicing. You don't get that if you're not getting game time, speed reps. And that's what preseason football was to me. You take that away, you're gonna get this. You're gonna get preseason play in week one and week two, Rodney. Exactly. And that's what you're starting to see, man.
0: Exactly. I mean, you know that I know there's a lot of reasons to not play preseason games, but you you hit the nail on the head right there. I mean, that's exactly why you do that. I mean, so much of it is rhythm and 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 continuity and all of that stuff. I mean, yeah, that, that that's. But yes, I mean, add to the regular season whatever, but uh, that that and it was never more evident than it was in week one because a lot of these guys they're not going to play in preseason. Though the ones that you have, you, they don't play in those games, and and obviously it showed yesterday. It showed yesterday.
1: Yeah, let's continue to go down the list here. Probably one of the biggest surprises for me, you kind of just mentioned that the sloppy Joe Burrow there. That's I love that name, by the way. I like, um, god. the Browns, man, I gotta give a shout out to my guy, JB Rare, huh? John Buster, working for audio visual consultations, the guy that I met on the job when I was working with Tom. My god, this guy knows his stuff, dude. You want to talk about a Brown Savant or a brand like uh, all kinds of uh info on the Browns. Mm-hmm. This guy had it before I did. I call him J.B. Rare. He's one of my go-to guys for the Wagner Wire as well and the Browns. Dude, he was all over this game. I thought he was nuts. He was just like, dude, I'm not being fanboy here. Watch the yeah. Browns, man. Watch yeah. – and, and my guy – he was right, dude. Now, look, I, I, I didn't – Watson was kind of shaky going in. Was it not – kind of a pedestrian game. Only 154 through the air and he went one and one, right? Uh, one touchdown and one interception there. But, look – the Browns were able to go out there and take care of business. I talked about how bad, how, how much of a, a stud I thought Nick Chubb was. He, he was able to it. get over 100 yards past the century mark. Looks fantastic man. It was one of the key key proponents of success for the um, for the Browns' victory over the Bengals on Sunday. Man, and again, it, it, what, Burrow struggles with the Browns, dude.
0: It does man, he really does. But but Watson looked a little more like the Deshaun Watson before all the massage stuff. Uh, I mean, the touchdown run that he had, dude, that so was a, loose. Thing of beauty, right there, man. Thing of you right there. So and and uh, you know, I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand with the with everything that we talked about with the Bengals, why they, why they struggle so much with the Browns. And hey man, um we talked about this division. We talked about this division. So uh th- this is gonna be fun to watch right here. But uh what do you go, Cleveland? Good
1: for them. Yeah, absolutely. Cleveland being able to get the victory there, the Jags, baby, taking care of the Colts. Everybody was asking me what's gonna be uh you you know the The play with with Calvin Ridley here, start him. Keep starting him because the man did not have a year off from an injury. He had a year off from – a little bit of talking to your cousin. All right. Yeah, and look, that's yeah. just rest. He was being able to, he was able to sit back in his home, probably had audiovisual consultations, take care of his house. Right? It, so he could see all types of games, but he was able to watch nothing but game film on all these people. And then he, you know, he gets to, uh, he, you know, he gets down here to Jacksonville. He's got Trevor Lawrence. He's like, Hey, Trevor Lawrence, I'm ready, man. I'm fresh. My legs are good. Hit me. Mm -hmm. Hit me. The dude went off, my guy. Uh, Eight receptions, 101 yards, one touchdown. And then you have ETN, baby. ETN, 18 carries, 77 yards with one touchdown. Now, look, we got to talk about Tank Bigsby. I was big on Tank Bigsby. But, man, probably the bonehead play of the game that could have resulted in, you know, it could have touted or added up to be a a loss for for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But look, you got to play till the whistle blows, my guy. Yes, sir. You know this, man. This is taught since Pop Warner football, man. That's a live ball that happened with Trevor Lawrence uh, being able to get stripped, and Tank yeah. Bigsby had the chance to, you know, had the play dead or knock the ball down or whatnot, or, or capture the ball and, and and get on it. It was a live ball, so he would have had to fall on the ball and, and just remain down. But still, he just let the ball go. Mm-hmm. Rookie mistake. We'll yeah. we'll yeah, credit so it to a rookie mistake. But still, you know that since Pop Warner. You got to fall on the ball, my guy. Get on that ball. I was, I was giving you your roses a little bit too early, man, saying that you were going to be a fantasy steal. Hopefully Peterson plays you moving forward because if you don't have, you know, NFL, high NFL acumen, you're not going to be playing for Doug Peterson. That's just the kind of coach that he is. All right. Buccaneers, probably one of the biggest uh, surprises of the day too, not just the Browns here. Buccaneers going into Minnesota and taking out all of Kirk Cousins' coal cash and spending it right there in Minnesota in front of him. Buccaneers led by Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. There taking down the Vikings, my guy. All Baker Mayfield does is win. That's all he does.
0: You know I, I know, I know there are a lot of folks probably watching this that are not fans of his for whatever reason. But I'll tell you what, dude. It, that's all he does. He just wins. I mean, it's like the people don't like Tim Timbo. Yeah, he had an unorthodox style and whatever, but he just wins games. And, and I mean, that, that's that's all you ask for. Uh, you know, with all the concerns right there about Tampa Bay, you're coming in and it's like, man, you know, good like roll with Baker Mayfield. Well, I'll tell you after week one, looks like a pretty damn good move to me because he outplayed Kirk Cousins. And um, how about that? How about that? Tampa how Bay, about How about it? Rodney I think they are.
1: And uh, I was able to watch all these games because I have audio-visual consultations. We talked about the setup all the time. 512-255-8678 or abconsultations.com. They will make your dreams come true. Go to the gallery of projects that they have on their website. For the past 35 years, they've been setting the standard in audio-visual automation. You guys got to look them up. If you don't have an idea, that gallery of projects will give you an idea for sure. I was able to watch every NFL game and every college football game that I needed to because of audio-visual consultations. 512 255 8678 or avconsultations.com. All right, Cowboys and Giants, real quick. Absolute dismantlement of the New York Giants. I told you that they finished at the bottom of the pile in the NFC East. And sure enough, that's where they will remain. 40 to nothing blowout by the Cowboys. Cowboys getting it done. Dude, Cowboys had a blocked punt or, excuse me, a blocked field goal and an interception in one quarter of football. Yeah. Yeah. Bad to football the by first, the Giants, man.
0: Yeah, 19 to nothing in the first quarter. Uh, very very dominating performance by the Cowboys in this defense right here, dude. Uh, I'm here to tell you uh, that that's obviously the strength going into the season. The Cowboys' defense never more evident than last night. But, you man, you've got some playmakers right here. In your opinion, better defense, Dallas or San Francisco, man. I'll tell you, this NFC, three clear best teams here at the moment. The ones that we thought, it seems like, but – Man, this this defense is is really. Um, freaking this, it's kind of how
1: the season played out in the beginning of it last or uh, last year, right? Like mm-hmm. San Francisco and Dallas had the two dominant defenses, and that kind of remained, you know, evident going into the latter portion of last season until a little bit of the drop off in the Dallas Cowboy defense. But, anyways, uh, you know, awful. I I don't have anything good to say for the new york giants i mean you you allowed the the twos and threes to go out there and you still had your ones out there and your the the dallas twos and threes were outplaying um the ones you gave 160 million to daniel jones four years 160 million to daniel jones 82 guaranteed 35 on the table and incentives he is not the guy um let's welcome on hardball Harge. If my man is ready, it is time for Hanging with Harge. You guys know the deal here. He's going to have you covered with all your Longhorn talk, probably get you into the Cowboys as well, man. But we had a fantastic time talking to you on Chaos Theory. Remember, you can follow Rodney on all your, all of his socials. You can follow me on my socials as well. Hey, we love you guys. We're celebrating, man. Longhorn victory. And it, And again, thank you guys for allowing me to uh, pay tributes to all of, our, all of our fallen that happened, you know, uh, on, you know, nine 11, 2001, man, we, uh, we yeah. really appreciate you letting us share our stories. Uh, we want to hear your stories too. Thank you for sharing time with us and thank you for giving us, uh, this platform to allow us to share some of our, some of our memories, some of our best memories of this day yeah. and uh, why it, you know, we galvanize together as America, but Hey, you <laughs> guys know the drill, man, live it, love it, level up, get the dub, enjoy the ride and hook them. You guys know enjoy it. the day. it's time for hanging enjoy. with hards my guy. What's up, bro?